Hello everyone, welcome back to Heroic Cast. This is Season 3, Episode 1. I am your host, Jesse Norris, and today I sat down with my good friend Jay Dial to talk about Avengers Endgame and a couple of news pieces surrounding the movie. And I guess we'll jump straight into that conversation. How are you today, sir? <laughs> I'm good, have we started? Yeah, well, yeah, it's been recording for oh, like 20 nice. something seconds, yeah. But I was <laughs> like, I was like, how am I going to start this awkward conversation? Because I have an idea mm-hmm. how the transition will be from the intro to this. Yeah, no, that's but, weird. That's weird. That's uncomfortable. Anyway. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I've also already asked you how you were like two or three times. Yeah, no, we've and, talked. Yeah, we, we've talked. Like, it is, you didn't just we've walk in. We've been setting up now. Yeah, yeah. We've had... We're friends in real life. Are we? <laughs> Are we not? <laughs> I'm kidding. <okay. laughs> That's a great. That's a great. That's a great start. Huh? That's a great. Just yeah. me being a jerk. That's a great intro. Oh, that's that's the Spider-Man Mysterio dynamic. <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, that's when exactly Mysterio what it's when Mysterio be. turns on him, he's gonna be like, "We're friends, are we?" Yeah, like, are we really? Are we friends? Yeah. If that's an actual line of dialogue in the movie, I'm gonna be so hyped. I'm gonna call you like in the thing. Yeah, I'm be like Jesse. <laughs> All right, well, I brought that Spider-Man thing up before I even actually talked about what it was supposed to be. But um, Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, so I figured we could talk about some new stuff first. Um, cool. Uh, I guess if this podcast is primarily about Endgame, then people should know to not listen to it if they haven't seen Endgame. Haven't yeah, seen Endgame. but I mean, also, it's been out for like three weeks. What do you Yeah, doing? so they probably have seen it. <laughs> Just but go see Endgame. Anyway. If you haven't seen it. The Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Uh, yeah. Very, very Endgame spoilerly. Spoiler e. There we go. Yeah. Good job. Words. Words. Um, yeah. No. I only I only watched it once. Cause, really? Yeah. I've been at the I've been at the beach for a week with very oh. bad Wi-Fi. So I watched it. I watched it once while I was on the way down there, and uh, not since. But I remember it being very good, even yeah. though it was like a week ago when I yeah. saw it. I've watched it three times because I watched it three times. Actually, it was exactly a week ago. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like a week ago. Today. I drove. Yeah, a week yeah. ago today. I drove down on Monday. Anyway, it was a good trailer. It was yeah. a really good trailer. There was. A couple of things in it that I thought were noteworthy. Let's other, talk about yeah. it. Other than uh, Iron Man being dead and being painted on every brick wall. In, in that, Spoiler in alert. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. We gave the spoiler alert. Yeah, okay. yeah, we did. We did. But um, and I'm, I'm really okay with the way that he died. Yeah, no, it was, so. it was a great death. Yeah. A noble death. Yeah. Very, was about very, it. Yeah. I cried. Did you cry? Yeah, oh, cried. Yeah, yeah. Both times that I saw it. it was like, yeah. It, oh, it hit. It everything. hit. I, I cried even more, though, with the cheeseburger thing at the end. with the Oh, daughter, dude. But... I get you. I feel you. Yeah. I cried, too. So we talked about the Iron Man thing in the trailer. Yes. There's also Mysterio, which is like, I mean, you don't read a ton of comics, but you've read enough Spider-Man comics. Yeah, I know. He's a bad I guy. Mysterio. Yeah, you know, you know he's a bad guy. Yeah. But then he's not a bad guy in this trailer. <laughs> please, Jesse, please. I played Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 2. I know Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't doubting that you knew him. I was just like... I was just assuming that you also knew. Yeah, that I know. He was, he's a villain. I know he's because a, a lot of people guy. are like, Mysterious, the fish head bowl guy, as he's he's Spider Man's friend, right? I've had people say that to me, and like, I'm not like saying they're dumb for saying that, but like, the trailer's misleading as yeah. far as him, as far as his like who he sides with. Jake so, Gyllenhaal is just he's just got a trustworthy face. He he does have a trustworthy face. You see him face. and you're like, ah, he's too handsome to do me wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so which is, makes it even more of a perfect casting for like if Mysterio does go the evil way by the end of the movie or in another yeah. movie, it's like, wow, Jake Gyllenhaal really sold him not being evil, you know? But uh so he is apparently working with Nick Fury. Seems to be. Yeah. Or at least gets Nick Fury to recruit Spider Man to work with Spider Man. 
Um, he talks about the multiverse thing. And um, I know this is just a super nerdy thing to nitpick. And I'm not really nitpicking, but I'm just curious. Because they say um, that the Earth, that basically all the Infinity stuff happened on is Earth 616. Yeah. And that's, like, the main comic universe. Like, that was the one that yeah. was the comic universe all the way until the 2000s. And then the comic universe split and had two. And yeah. then now they're back to one after some event they did. But, like, apparently uh, 616 is what the movies are in. But they had said that it wasn't in, like, 2011. So, I mean, it doesn't really... You know what I'm saying? When did they say that? Uh, it was Kevin Feige that said it in, like, 2011 or 12. Okay. But and it was him just... It, that He just said that to justify them... Not following everything super accurate to six one six comics, yeah. Which I mean, that's 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 cool. I mean, yeah. I, I get. It. I mean, if they want to retcon and be like, oh, I'm, he can just be like, oh, I meant six one six when I said it, you know, or like, yeah. I, also, I mean, Spider Verse. Uh, in Spider Verse, Peter B. Parker comes from Earth six one six too. Oh, really? Yeah. So, wait, 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 which Parker? Uh, like the the old one played by Jake Johnson. Okay, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I did not catch that. Yeah, did they yeah, said yeah. it. They said it in the movie. Yeah, it's uh, okay, cool. it's on the screen uh, when all the uh, when all the spider people are coming over. It's like got the names of the different universes. Oh, that's right. From, and one yeah. of them is six one six. I meant to because I only watched that one in theaters, and I think we yeah. just got the DVD or the Blu-ray or whatever. I want to rewatch it so I can actually pause that it's and look really at all of them. Good, yeah. yeah, I want to pause that and look at all of them, or I'm sure I could find the image online. But yeah, I want to rewatch that because I really enjoyed it. It's probably my second favorite Spider-Man movie, maybe my first. I don't know. It was definitely. Definitely killed it for Spider-Man department. Not that the movies have really been lacking. I don't think there's really been a Spider-Man movie that I'm like, man, that's whack. <laughs> yeah. Even Spider-Man 3. I, li- I like them all, if we're being real. Yeah. Like, there, there's a lot of stuff in a lot of Spider-Man movies that I disagree with, but I don't dislike Yeah, it doesn't Spider-Man make the movie, movie overall. It's not like a BVS thing where it makes the movie bad overall. Exactly. Because, yeah, so. I mean, like, Amazing Spider-Man 2 has a lot of stuff I disagree with. But also... That suit is dope. The swinging is dope. Exactly. It's got a lot of good stuff. Uh, even though the Green Goblin thing is weird, the way he looks, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, the fact that they killed Gwen Stacy, pretty cool the way they yeah. shot that scene. Everything about that... that, that, that last... it, it was a good-looking yeah. scene. Yeah, it, it was, was a really so good-looking cool. scene. I, I know people think it's cheesy where the spider web does the hand thing, but I but I was I, I was okay with it because it was a love story. You know. <laughs> I forgot about that. You know oh where like it, it twists out and he's like yeah. trying to reach for it. It's, it's like, like a straight up hand. I remember because I was I was pretty into the movie up to that point, and then that happened, and I just I was like, oh, okay, yeah. It kind of breaks, especially the first time you watch it. It takes you out of yeah. what you're what you're in. Just a little hand, yeah. just coming. Oh, yeah. oh. oh man, I I was like, is that is that a hand? <laughs> uh. Yeah, oh, man, that's that. I mean. Still though, I mean, I, I rewatch the movie occasionally, so it's not it can't be too bad, right? But uh, yeah, speaking mean, of the Andrew Garfield thing, now that they've, looks good. They, they've uh, opened the multiverse door now because of stuff that happened in Endgame. So yeah. like, I guess if they wanted to, they could have Tommy Maguire or, or Andrew Garfield be in an MCU movie, not for like a huge role, but they could. I'd be okay with it. I would be because because I think even. When people watch the movie, they'll fully understand the multiverse thing. But I think there's enough people now that get, oh, there's multiple universes, which means yeah. there's multiple versions of each character. So, like, I've heard that they're making a Blade movie, that MC, the MCU wants to do a Blade movie. I don't know how true that is. It could just be a rumor. Yeah. But, and they want to do Wesley Snipes, too, again. which But that was pre-MCU, so if they did that, that could be a multiverse kind of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, just this trailer opens so much. It, set, it sets up so much for the uh, rest of the MCU. But, uh... The the only thing that I 
I do not like about multiverse stuff, and the Flash had an issue with this, is that Flash really went crazy with the multiverse yeah, stuff, didn't no, it? I mean, and a lot of it was cool, uh, but like, so. I'm a huge fan of Jay Garrick, and when I found out they were doing Jay Garrick for season two, I was like, heck yeah. And I think they did do Jay Garrick justice in the end. But what what would happen is there would be an, uh, a villain that there was a version of that Jay Garrick fought in his Earth, and, the, and then the version of that The Flash fought in his Earth in the comics. But in the show, there wouldn't be doubles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There wouldn't be doubles of the villains. There was no reverse Flash on Jay Garrick's Earth, yeah. even though in the comics there was one. And I always thought that was cool to have double versions of each character because even though they're the same, they're not the same. Yeah. So, like, uh, the Elementals, which are, like, the villains that they show uh, Mysterio and Spider-Man fighting in whatever other Earth that is supposed to be, uh, they kind of look like Sandman and Hydra-Man and things yeah. like that. But they've also said that it's not those characters, which means that there might just not be a Sandman on that Earth. Or, yeah, or, or they might make that Sandman and they're keeping that a secret but then there won't be a Sandman on this earth which I don't like that I want there to be two but I mean if I lose that one battle in the fight for an entire Spider-Man you know what I'm saying I don't care you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's still it's, I'm still gonna see it I'm still gonna love it but uh, the only one other thing that I want to talk about this trailer was that there's like apparently no Liz and no Vulture according to John Watts you saw he put that on Twitter the other day right he was like, no yeah. I didn't yeah there's no Michael Keaton or no whatever the girl that played Liz Allen Interesting. Which, uh, Michael Keaton signed on for like three movies though. So, the fact that he's not in this one doesn't mean that he's gone. But I mean also, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, when he came on for Age of Ultron, he signed a multi-movie contract. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Probably just to hide the fact that they were like, listen, this is going to be the only one you do, but we we got you this contract so people don't know you die. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong, but there's also the, um... That they, they shot scenes for him to be alive in the individual Tron. Oh, did they? Yeah, but then they, they ended up just saying, well, like, no one takes us seriously because we don't kill anybody, so let's kill this one. And I, I get their thought process there, but the one they cho- the one you choose to kill should never be one you just introduced because then there's no impact. Because yeah. pe- people didn't really care that much about him, you know what I'm saying, before he died. I think it, was, I think it ended up being the right move, and I'll tell you why. Because, uh, by the way, when we're recording this, this is uh, on X-Men Day, apparently. Yeah. So, happy X-Men Day, everybody. But anyway, uh, like a year before, X-Men Days of Future Past introduced their Quicksilver, and it was way, way better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so you're thinking that they were just like, we can't compete. I, 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 think, I think that they were probably... Because, I mean, the right situation was weird with that anyway. Yeah. And so I think they were probably just like, ah, people fell in love with this version of Quicksilver a year ago. I don't think our version... I think they were confident in their version, but they were like, it's not going to get the kind of fan following yeah. that this one got, so might as well just keep him dead. And it probably cost more money to just keep yeah. using him. So. I'm sure, I'm sure. Because I know that Scarlet Witch is has always been more Avenger than X-Men character, but Quicksil- yeah. Quicksilver teeters so much, that's why... Because that's why, yeah, yeah that's that's why uh, Marvel was even able to use those two in the first place. Was because they were both Avengers and X Men. They belonged yeah. to the two different properties, so both companies were allowed to use them legally. Yeah, and I guess in Scarlet Witch made more of a splash of a character in Age of Ultron. They were like, if we're gonna if we gotta yeah. pick one, we'll pick the one that's actually doing. I'm something. sure. I'm sure there was some communication between uh, Disney and Fox about because. Scarlet Witch isn't really in the X-Men movies, and Quicksilver isn't really in the MCU anymore. Yeah. And so I'm sure there was some coordination about, like, okay, well, you guys can keep this one, and we'll keep this one. Yeah. Which, turns out, it may have been for nothing now, but... 
<laughs> well. Hey, and if they want to bring Quicksilver back now, they totally can. Yeah, you know they what I'm can. If, if they want to do, because I mean, now they got time travel and multiverse stuff. If they want to go go get him, which would kind of make less sense. That would make any sense though, because they could just go get Iron Man too. But but they can, <laughs> or they could just be like Quicksilver. You're more important than Iron Man. Let's get yeah. you. Or There's one kid we met in like Soviet Russia years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They more keep... important than the founding member of our team. Yeah, let's go get him. Yeah, I mean, or they could pull some sort of like alternate time, like alternate, you know, alternate universe thing where they, yeah. where, where, we'll where Scar- Scarlet Witch does that, or nothing. But that's the thing we don't know anything. Yeah, there's because there's no. This we is, know nothing the, going forward. Yeah, this is the least amount of information that we've ever had. Yeah, we know kind of a vague idea of the movies that are coming out. Yeah. But we just no have, specific, nothing has a release date yeah. past Spider-Man. Um, uh, speaking of release dates, there are release dates reserved, but there are not movies to go with them, if that makes sense. Like yes, they're saying, we're doing a Black, no, yeah, they're like, we're doing a Black Widow movie. Untitled then, Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, like, we're doing a Black Widow movie, and then there's two untitled Marvel movies in 2020. So, since Black Widow is the only one that's like actually... Okay, so Black Widow did get a release date, though, is what you're saying. Um, no, did it well, get a release date? There's a release date, and then there's Black Widow. They have not been paired. But, oh, okay. But there, there's only two that it could be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because there was supposed to be three next year, but when Guardians of the Galaxy had the little thing... When it had its tiff. Yeah. When, when, when Guardians 3 had that, then, it, then that got put to 21, and then they dropped a release date off from 2020. Yeah. So... There's an I think there's a November and a February release date or either May and February or May and November I know there's a November release date uh-huh. and people are thinking that the one in the first half of the year is Black Widow and in the second half of the year it's the Eternals. God, I am just so uninterested in both of those movies. Yeah, me too. And I have like, no opinion on them. Well, I, I mean, I'll probably see them. I'll, of course, I'll see them. But it's just it's just first of all. Black Widow is cool. She's not a character you follow Spider-Man with. She's not a character you follow Endgame with. Yeah. So why in the world is that their next move? Two, Black Widow's time to have a movie has passed. Yeah. Phase one or phase two would have been her prime time. Or phase two was her prime time for a movie. Phase two was her prime time. Yeah. Should have come right off the heels of Winter Soldier. Exactly. Yeah. Right that's off the that's heels. when people first started to think, oh man, this character is worth more than just... Yeah, because she finally had good writing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, go Russo Brothers for that. Go Russo Brothers. Yeah. But... And also, like, Kevin Feige always used to say, we don't want to make any movies that take place in the past if they don't serve the story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because First Avenger and Captain Marvel are the only two movies that have that they've gone back in the timeline for. Mm-hmm. I guess Guardians 2, you could count that. But, like, as far as the Guardians story, they weren't going back. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I find it hard to believe that it's going to be a prequel, but there's no way it could be a sequel. I mean, there's no way it could be a... Obviously. But... Because... Spoiler alert, Black Widow dies in Endgame. <laughs> so, not a whole lot of room for a follow-up there. Well, I, I'm, I'm not even 100% sure that they've said that uh, Scarlett Johansson is, is the main character in it. Because, you know, in the comics there are multiple Black Widows. Okay. And and I'm thinking, maybe just maybe, just maybe uh, they could do some sort of thing where like this new girl that is Black Widow had a past with Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow and that's how she could be in it is their flashbacks. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. I, I That's risky because yeah. first of all, people don't really care about Black Widow anyway. Yes, having a second And one. it would be super duper risky to be like, 
Oh, hey, you know that character that you only kind of cared about? Here's another one. It's not Scarlett Johansson anymore. Yeah. It's someone else. Yeah. I See, it's risky in that in that way. But then also, Marvel does this awesome thing of the coming-of-age story. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or, or the passing of the torch. Sorry, not coming yeah, of age. Yeah, passing like, of the torch. Because I know what you meant. The, the Ant Man thing worked so well. The Spider, even though Iron Man, Spider Man's not Iron Man, that worked yeah. incredibly well. Um, the Captain America thing, even though it was not in the same way that Ant Man and the Iron Man Spider Man yeah. was, but it, the Captain America thing worked really well. So yeah. if they were to do it right, it wouldn't be, you know. But I mean, either way, I mean, I'll go see that movie regardless of what it is. You know, um, I'll go see Black Widow. I mean. I'm sure it. I'm sure it'll be good. I'm just not in its current state. Me not having seen a trailer, or me not having a release date or anything. With yeah. That, with all the information I have, just being like, oh, there's a Black Widow movie coming out. I'm not super duper interested. Yeah. I mean, but I'll 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 reserve my judgment until I see a trailer. Yeah. Exactly. And as far you know, as far as reserving judgment, I have to continue to do that with the Eternals, which is supposed to release that year too. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about the Eternals. We I, talked a little bit yeah, about Yeah, this we just before. said a second ago. I mean the only thing that I know is that they were they were mentioned in the Guardians of the Galaxy one, right? They they were the when when the collector is like, Hey, these guys have the stones, they made them, they separated oh, them. Yeah. So but it also makes me think if the Infinity Saga is done, then why are we rehashing that? Yeah, why are we bringing But it, it'll back? probably be a different... Like, I mean, it'll probably mention the Infinity stuff, and maybe the Infinity Stones, having done something, will bring them together again. Like, it might be a movie that they, they might start it off millions of years ago when they did the Infinity Stone stuff, yeah. and then it'll fast forward to now, and like they're like, oh man... The energy, blah blah blah. You know, we we can see that it was used, and then they are like we got to go do whatever. They at least they've cast for that movie though. So yeah, uh, who was the cast? Richard Madden is Icarus, and Angelina Jolie is Cersei. I don't know either of those characters, but I, I know those actor and actresses or actor and actress. Yeah. So cool. uh, Kumail Nanjiani is in it, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's in it too. There's yeah. No, yeah. There's no. Uh... I love him. And then Dong Seok. I think he's great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. It, I just like I know it's gonna be way better done because it's Marvel Studios, but yeah. it's it's radiating Inhumans energy to me right now. That's exactly <laughs> so, I, I've been thinking the exact same thing. Because remember when the Inhumans movie was supposed to come out? And like, they made the show. I think it was supposed to come out like this year in 2019. Because I remember like all on Twitter, like the day it was supposed to come out, they were like, ah, I can't wait to watch the Inhumans in theaters. <laughs> and then they made the show. And it was uh, Marvel. It was one of two MCU flops. Well, what is the other? Iron Fist. See, I wouldn't call it a flop anymore because season two was good. I mean, yeah, season two was good. But I'm just saying season one of Iron Fist and season one of the Eternals are the only like... Season and one not of, not yeah, season yeah. one of the Inhumans. Yeah. Uh, are the only Marvel things that have been like just completely panned. Yeah, yeah, I, I see that. They're the only, like, critical failures that they've had. Because even things with, like, Thor the Dark World, which a lot of people consider to be the worst Marvel movie or whatever, yeah. even that's, like, it's just, okay, well, it's just okay. Yeah, it wasn't even panned by critics, either. Like, no. it, was, it was mainly just Thor fans that were like, man, this is lame. Yeah, right. Like, I, I want to see Thor. Rotten Tomatoes had it, like, in the 60s or something, which, which I is, mean... That's, that's average for most movies, though. Yeah, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes is sort of, uh, as a whole, but, I yeah. mean, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I'm glad that you agree that it's radiating Inhumans energy. But yeah. I'm not saying no, that that's it's a, that, do that. that is a yeah. when uh, when the in, when Inhumans was first announced, I was kind of like, I don't know if 
this is going to work. And then it didn't. And Kevin Feige knew it wasn't going to work. And he was like, ah, you know what? Let's make this into a TV show that no one's going to watch. Yeah. Uh... And oh, man. Did you ever watch Inhumans? Yeah, I watched like two episodes of it. And I... Was it horrible? I never saw anything. I, I watched the first episode and I was like, man, it's like if they do this, it's just going to be discount Game of Thrones. But like Game of Thrones does well, so like maybe maybe it'll attract like a different kind of Marvel audience. And then I watched the second episode. It was like, oh, it's not getting any better. And then <laughs> the third one was like getting worse. And then like you watch you watch the first episode, you're like, okay, there's potential here. And then you watch yeah. the second one, and you're like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> I just was like Lockjaw. Yes, Lockjaw was the only good thing. His effects were not even bad either. Okay, uh, Medu- I, I never watched Medusa's it. hair was really cheesy. Yeah. You know, like her hair is kind of like the snakes, you know, like the... yeah. Wasn't it like entirely filmed on IMAX cameras and yeah. it like looked Why? really bad as well? Yeah, that, that was so expensive. Like, and I mean, no one's asked. See, I, th- I think Marvel Marvel Studios knows this, and like Fox knows this too. But no one's asking these movies to be shot on expensive shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Deadpool, I can't remember what the name of the camera Deadpool was shot on, but UNA owns one. And yeah. UNA has a good film department, but it's... I mean, Deadpool was completely edited on Adobe Premiere. Really? Yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 The computers crashed a lot, but yeah, it was edited in Adobe Premiere. Yeah, so like, the, like the advertising it is like, oh, this is shot on an IMAX camera. It's like, it's not really about the... Uh, quality of what yeah. it is because you can control quality with that. It's the composition of the, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, film classes, like, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's the composition of all of that. And I think more regular moviegoers know that now, which is why um, people were excited when they found out that Detective Pikachu was shot on, like, uh, Detective real film. Pikachu was shot on 35 millimeter film. Yeah. Real film, like, non digital, like, real. I'm like, I don't understand because it's so CG, but I... like love that yeah that just brings so much joy to my heart because first of all i don't really i don't really go either way in the whole film versus digital thing as long as the movie's good yeah yeah but it is just absolutely hysterical to me that detective pikachu was shot on 35 millimeter (laughs) that is my favorite thing in the world i I, I wonder if it made it more expensive that's what i'm curious about yeah i don't i don't know the logistics of it. i hope not because i want more of that more because I haven't seen the movie yet, but I, I can I tell either. you, I can tell you that I already want more Pokemon movies to exist. If it if it looks anything yeah. like the trailer, I want I want more of those to exist. And like the more they spend on it, the harder it's going to be to make the money back and make enough to like be oh man we're yeah. going to greenlight a sequel or a spinoff. So well, you know, uh, <laughs> the writers of Detective Pikachu. They have not, like, no one has hired them to do this at all, but they've, like, just started thinking of ideas for a Smash Brothers movie. Yeah. Because, like, like, no one told them to. No one was like, oh, we're going to make a Smash Brothers movie. Yeah. They were just like, could this happen? Could we do this? Could we write this? And they say they have ideas. I would love it, maybe, <laughs> with this and Sonic the Hedgehog, the Smash Brothers cinematic universe. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, Sonic. Sonic the yeah. Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> You said it. I mean, look, I'm going to see that movie. I don't care how no, bad okay. it is. Listen, listen, I will go listen. and it'll get my money opening weekend, probably. Listen, Sonic the Hedgehog has my full undying support, and I will tell you exactly why. Is it because of the animators? Is it because of the... Because they put out the trailer, everyone saw the pure nightmare fuel that was Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> in that trailer. <laughs> and everyone said, oh God, Why? 
why is this a thing I have to see with my own eyes? <laughs> and then so Paramount said, ah, you guys hate this. <laughs> Let's fix it. So you know what? Let's fix it. And that's a bold move in and of itself. That's listening to feedback. I, I really appreciate. I yeah. like that they're listening to feedback. But also, on the other hand, the animators are going to have a super hard time <laughs> replacing that all movie. that work in, like, what, six months with the release yeah. date not even being pushed back? I, I hope it doesn't so, get pushed back, actually, so they can do it. But. it yeah, I mean, I if, if, if I were in charge, I'd push back the release date to make it as good as possible. But regardless, the fact that the studio listened to uh, input and are correcting accordingly, and the fact that the animators are going to be working their booties off for the next few months... Is yeah. enough for me to say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna support yeah. these animators. Now I have and, to. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna support exactly. these filmmakers and these animators because you can tell that they really want to do a good job. Yeah, yeah. So, and also, I mean, regardless like, of how the movie turns out, it has my money. Jim Carrey looks good as a villain. Like he looks like <laughs> yeah. yeah. The movie which, feels very '90s, which oh, it does. It does feel very of him, '90s, prob- kind of. But and like oh, just. If you were to tell me a few years ago that, like, yeah, a Sonic the Hedgehog movie is going to come out, Jim Carrey is going to be in it, and he's going to be your favorite part of the trailer, I don't know how I would have reacted. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Especially if you have told me that at the time of the the Penguin movie that he did, the Mr. Popper <laughs> I, I would not... Because, uh, one, one, the movie's good. Two... <laughs> The movie's really good. Two. I have never heard someone say, ah, oh, Mr. Popper's Penguins, underappreciated masterpiece. <laughs> Two, that was a very serious role for him, even though it was a kid's movie. That was, like, one of his more serious roles, not counting, like, you know... Uh, I mean, still, but it was, it was your what, what, standard... What was that sad boy movie that he was in with Kat Dennings? Uh, Kat Dennings? Yeah, I, I love the movie, but I can't Do remember. Do you mean Yes Man with Zoe Deschanel? No, 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 um... The the one where like they're getting their brains redone. The um, oh, dude, that wasn't Cat Dennings. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. It was that. It was not. Oh, why can't I remember her name? You're thinking of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless. Yeah. Um, I I, I know her name. I'm I'm having such difficulty thinking. Of oh, Kate Winslet. Kate was... Winslet. Yeah, Kate Winslet. My bad. It's not Cat Dennings. Oh, no, my bad. My bad. But yeah. Um, aside from that. Mr. Power Sequence is one of his more his more serious roles. Cat Dennings. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I love I'm her. Sorry, I'm I sorry. I love her. Why does everybody hate her? I dude, I love Cat Dennings. Okay. I think I think she's funny. Uh, yeah, the movie's I has, I don't I don't know, I don't like really anything I've like seen her in, like the first two Thor movies or the oh, TV yeah. show that she has. That's why they hate her. Is yeah. the, the, the two I don't Thor I don't like Two Broke Girls or the first two Thor movies at all. I think they're both garbage. But like her as a person, I think she's funny. Yeah. I think if she like actually got some good roles, uh, her she could do super duper. Her well. best role, in my opinion, is uh it's on Netflix. It's with um Michael Sarah, the oh, Nick and uh, Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't she seen that, that one. Too. So so well, but um, I guess yeah. Sorry, that's kind of kind of off track. But yeah, um, it's incredible. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. So how did we end, we ended up to, to Michael Sarah from Jim from Carrey Sonic. to Michael Sarah? But yeah, Jim Jim Carrey uh, looks really good in that. People are like hating on the way that he looks as the villain, but like I don't hate it. I don't yeah, hate I, it I, I like it. I think it looks good. Yeah, I think it, I mean it looks. Yeah. I think it looks the way it should. 
He's he's the only person in that trailer trying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm excited. Uh, I don't want to talk that way about uh, Ben Schwartz because Ben Schwartz is just so darn excited to be Sonic the Hedgehog. That's another reason why the movie has my support because Ben Schwartz is just all in on it. Yeah, and it's giving me the Deadpool energy too that Ryan Reynolds had. Yeah, it's the same kind of you know. It seems to me it seems like the same kind of thing. It's like a dream role kind of. Yeah, he's yeah. like so he's gonna put everything he has into it. I wonder how he felt when people just shat on what he looked like in it, though. Like, I mean, I'm sure he didn't really have design input. Yeah, but... I'm sure he probably saw the final sketch of the character and he was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love the memes that have come out of that movie. I do, too. Or, oh, my God. Yeah. I love the memes. Oh, one thing I forgot to say when we're talking about Marvel stuff. Yes. And it's, it's I don't know why when I made this I did it in a weird thing. Is that um, a Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi movie was announced. That's the, the master of Kung Fu... Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, if, I, again, know nothing about him. If the movie was made 30 years ago, it would be like a Bruce Lee kind of role. Yeah. So, um, but it there, seems like a bold step for the MCU. Well, I, I'm glad that they're just not going to do people in suits anymore. Yeah. I mean, I mean, of course, they're gonna, people are going to be in suits. But, like, I mean, there was the Iron Man, Captain America, uh, you know, like... Black Widow, Hawkeye, like they're all just people in suits, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, Captain America's and this powers, is just but... like a dude. Yeah, and this guy's a, a a dude that's like super. I mean, I think I think he's like there's some magic in there too. So mm-hmm. it's like you know, I I, I, also, I think he can go well with Doctor Strange. It'll. I feel I feel like the only reason they're making this is because at the time it was announced, was uh, they were just like, oh well, we can't really do Iron Fist, and even if we did do Iron Fist, he'd just be another white guy. Yeah, so people people really got up in arms when Iron Fist was just another white guy, which I don't know why, because Iron Fist has always been a white guy. But yeah, has he? I think. I mean, I think so. I, I, I that's what I remember. But I, I mean, my only experience with Iron Fist before the show came along was uh, the like, cartoon. Right? Yeah, like the Spider Man cartoon. Yeah, he was a white kid in that, so I didn't yeah, really see the issue. I don't think there was an uproar from being white in that. I think I think he is. What? Yeah, I think he may have like a little bit of Asian in him. Maybe I don't know. But I think I think Marvel making this movie is sort of like a response to that. They're like, oh well, we would just make an Iron Fist movie, but also we have this character that's basically the same thing and already yeah of Asian descent. Yeah, so, so they're which, just gonna use him. But I mean, just because they're doing um, going, they're pulling a minority card. I don't think that's gonna make it bad. No, no, yeah. no, not at all. Marvel no. is really good at like. You know, we're gonna because I think Captain. I'm, Marvel, I'm more excited about Shang Chi than I am Black Widow and Eternals. Oh, yeah, me too. me too. I think Captain Marvel. Like, I mean, it was definitely made in a time where there's a there is a need for or there's or there's more calling for uh, female led movies. Uh-huh. Like, you know, with like, powerful females that are the center of the movie for sure. And I don't think they ever did it. I think they empowered females, but then they also made it where I could enjoy it. Yeah, and I also just. You know, like I was, I was like, go for empowering. You know, yeah, like I thought Captain yeah. Marvel was pretty good. Yeah, I so, liked it a lot. Uh, I I take a slight issue with Brie Larson, but why? I, n- not because I think she says of her I being love arrogant. Brie I, I just like feel like that was not her best acting, and you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I I, I kind of agree, but also I don't think that's her fault because yeah, Brie Larson is an amazing actress. She, she is. I also didn't like the way she. I was just think they probably told her. To be, she was probably directed to be a little bit more bland. Yeah, which kind of lame. But yeah, kind of. Uh, I, I guess they can flush it out in a sequel. She can get better. I also hated how little she was in Endgame because I wanted her character to be not bland, and didn't it give me enough time for her to not be bland? 
So, yeah. so I mean, I, I, I wasn't really upset by her lack of screen time in Endgame because I did want Endgame to focus on, on the old the original six. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I just yeah, I just want it both ways. <laughs> I yeah. just, Rush is wrong. I want two conflicting things, and I want them together. <laughs> yeah. I want something, but I want the exact opposite. Exactly. I Listen, hear me out. I want this one thing, but I also want the exact opposite thing to happen, and I won't take no for an answer, and I'll take zero compromises. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, That's okay. basically can't be that guy. Twitter culture. Well, yeah. really, just film Twitter yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. God, film Twitter. God, uh, film Twitter. Um... There was some other Marvel-ish stuff that was just rumors, though, because everything that we did just talk about that I said was happening for sure is a for sure thing. It's that yeah. was not rumors. The rumors oh, is that real. Beta Ray Bill and Quasar are going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 or as Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever it's called. Um, yeah. Uh, and they've also said that Chris Hemsworth re-upped his contract for yeah, another movie that. or another two movies. I don't know what it was. Yeah, but. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope he's in Guardians 3. I'd love to see that. Yeah. I mean, I think if he's only in one more movie, that it should be Guardians 3. So, For sure. I know, I know, because the way Endgame left off very heavily implied that he would be in Guardians 3. Yeah. And I know that uh, Thor 4 has been pitched. Oh, really? Yeah. Come on, no. I mean, it hasn't been confirmed or anything, just... Uh, Taika Waititi and the writers went in and like talked about their ideas. Man, th- this is what needs to happen instead of third four, Thor 4. And I know I'm, I might be in the minority for saying this, but like Valkyrie, awesome. And Thor Ragnarok, she was one of the cooler parts. But yeah. because it wasn't her movie, she didn't get to be completely flushed out. So why can't the movie just be about Valkyrie ruling Asgard? And maybe have Thor in it, but like... Because, I mean, because Taika did that well, you know what I'm saying? It, Thor's not the only character he can do well. So that's true. I don't know. I and more I'm... Korg and more Meek. You know what I'm saying? Because Thor was great in Ragnarok, but he was not the best part of Ragnarok. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I. It, agree. it wasn't Chris Hemsworth that made it great. I mean, he added for sure. He didn't make it bad, yeah. but but the thing is, I just like that cast as an ensemble. And yeah, so and Thor could I be think... in it, but he doesn't have to be the center. You know what I'm saying? I guess, but I just I just think the best way to accomplish what you're saying is just Thor four. Yeah, I, I guess. Just a movie about Thor and Valkyrie and Korg and Meek and maybe even Hulk, where they're all just together. And I just think that just Thor four. I, I also Thor, I also Thor. Um, side with Thanos and like things being balanced. And every character is a trilogy. Every and every every set of characters is getting a trilogy. Uh, so yeah. Captain America and Iron Man aren't getting more than a trilogy. Oh well, Hulk only got one. Well, Hulk don't count. So maybe we can give Thor two more movies. No, no. With Hulk in them, and then those will just count as Hulk movies. William. No. <laughs> yes. Um, Hashtag but yeah. give Hulk a good movie. Beta Ray Bill in Guardians 3. You know who that is, right? The the Thor with the... Only very vaguely. Yeah. Uh, and he exists in the MCU because they have a statue of him in Ragnarok. Uh, really? Yeah, at the Grandmaster's like arena thing, like when it's like you know when they do the establishing shot before they go in to show you where the Grandmaster yeah. is, um, they show like four statue faces, and one of them is Beta Ray Bill. Okay. Yeah, and then Quasar is just another Captain Marvel esque character, but like a dude, kind of cool. I mean, different, unique enough to not be yeah Captain Marvel. So um, definitely a character that could do a supporting role in a Guardians movie. I. 
I want Guardians 3 to be all over the place. There does not have to be a point to that movie for me to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? They, that yeah. movie could be 100% fanfare. And I would not... And I would just... <laughs> yeah. And I think I think the direction that they're kind of moving in with Guardians 3 is like, oh, looking for 2014 Gamora. Are we going to find her? No, yeah. Don't give me that. Give me... If, if they do that, and then there's just a whole bunch of other stuff they witness along the way, I'm fine with it. Yeah, okay, you know, that, you know that'd be saying? cool. As long as that's not the only thing going on in the movie, which which James Gunn has proven that he can do the multiple because I mean the multiple stories in one movie. Because Guardians, the first Guardians has the orb, but it's also about Nebula yeah. and Gamora yeah. and the Gamora joining the team, and they assembled a team and had them going after Infinity Stone in one movie. Guardians two had the Ravagers and. The Guardians having separate stories, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. one one was with ego, and, then and the whole was, thing with ego yeah, and yeah. the sovereign, exactly. And so that whole mess. So, so yeah, yeah. Guardians no. three, if it does, if it, I mean, just if it, go off the walls. With yeah, it. I agree. I agree. I, I, I like the Guardians too. They did the things where the eyes would pop out, and I think they did that in Infinity War too. But like, I I thought that was so bold to do something ridiculous, but then yeah. he did it. So just more of that because I think it works so well. Um, and I'm sure that James Gunn knows what he. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he. I'm sure everything we're saying is things that he's considered. Yeah. So. Plus, we still got to get through James Gunn's uh, the Suicide Squad. That, that'll be good. I mean, that'll no, be. There's no Jared Leto. It'll be a thing that happens for sure. Yeah. There's no. There's no. Jared I'm sure Leto. it'll be good because I like James Gunn. I'm sure he'll do a good job. Yeah. But, oh yeah. man. No Will Smith. I think I think move. Will Smith was good in Suicide Squad, but I think he kind of also ruined it because he demands to be the main character always. So, so. that's it, huh? <laughs> we some kind of Suicide Squad. <laughs> that's the worst line I've ever heard in any movie. <laughs> There's no way. It's on up there, man. Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe 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 it's top ten, but like, there's no way it's the the number one. So that's it, huh? <laughs> We some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> it's not. It's look, not. At the, look at the sound waves that I did that. Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry when you're editing this later. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, what was that? <laughs> uh, another thing that was rumored is that Tobey Maguire shot scenes for. Uh, he shot scenes for Far From Home. Ooh. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but he could, they Tom Holland was pushing for him to be Uncle Ben at some point. Pizza time. Yeah. Yeah. But they were pushing for an Uncle Ben. I would love if he was just a pizza delivery dude. <laughs> that, or if he was a Spider-Man in a multiverse. I think the one thing I don't want him to be is I think Uncle that'd ben. make it too complicated. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. But the one thing I don't want him as for sure is Uncle Ben, because Uncle Ben exists. He's dead. Happy Hogan and Tony Stark are both Uncle Ben figures. Okay. And Tony Stark died in, in a way that Uncle Ben died. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And, and that is inspiring. Can serve a similar purpose. Yeah, and it's inspiring a new chapter of Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? The way that Uncle Ben inspired Spider-Man in the first place, this Tony Stark has inspired a new chapter of Spider-Man. So to have Uncle Ben be there and then just die again, you know... Yeah, I mean, I don't think Uncle Ben will die again, as it were. We might, like, see him in, like, flashbacks or something. Yeah. I highly doubt we see Uncle Ben's death again. Yeah. Because, I mean, people... Well, I mean, back when Homecoming was initially coming out, people were like, we don't want to see Uncle Ben die again. And then we didn't see Uncle Ben die again. And then after that, like, everyone, was was like, everyone was like, where was Uncle Ben? We should have seen him die! The, the characters that I was more concerned about not seeing were Harry Osborn and... Um... 
J. Jonah Jameson. Those, those are the two that I, I hope pop up somewhere in this next one. Yeah, week. I'm sure they will. If not maybe. third, maybe. I don't know. Maybe somehow. I know Norman Osborn is a really... Because Nor, Nor, like the whole point of having Harry would be to introduce Norman eventually. Yeah. But Norman Osborn's a hard one because of the Sony deal. Yeah. But th- th- yeah. That's why they're getting lesser-known villains for Spider-Man movies Dude, right now. I'm, I'm about it. Vulture yeah. and Mysterio, I've been wanting to see them in a movie. Exactly. Same. Because Mysterio was supposed to be in Spider-Man 4, right? Both of them were supposed to be in Spider-Man yeah. 4. Uh, Spider-Man 4 was supposed to have uh, Mysterio played by Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And Vulture was uh, John Malkovich, right? Yeah. That, that would have been That was cool. the rumor, at least. Yeah. That, w- that would have been cool. That, but Michael know, Keaton killed it, it, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton did a great job, I'm sure. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal will do a great job, too. Because yeah. he's Jake Gyllenhaal. Exactly. <laughs> Let's be real. God, the picture he posted the other day is like, felt cute, might delete later, and it's him. <laughs> it's just him sitting with the fishbowl head. Uh, it I looks love so, him. I wonder if that's the one they use in the movie, because it looks really, like, real. I'm sure it probably is. But why would he get to take it home? Like, he was just at a dinner table... Dude, actors steal costumes all the First of all, it was probably in like a hotel room for the press tour, uh, so they probably had it. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I, but I mean, I know character. I mean, actors get to take costumes home, but that's in like that that that's a dead thing, you know. Like, um, uh, Ben Affleck is like, "Hey, can I buy my Batman costume?" And they were like, "No." So no, they told him he could. Oh, uh, really? Uh, well, at first it was like, a, yeah. He, well, well, they, he said, he said, "Hey, uh, I want to keep my Batman costume." And then they said, great, that'll be like, I can't remember the exact million amount. million dollars. Yeah, it, it, was, it was just an obscene amount of money. And he said, never mind. <laughs> yeah, he was like, and then, anyway. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds just straight up stole his Deadpool suit. Yeah. Because like he was he was walking off set and the costuming people were like, hey, you gotta like turn that in or, or buy it. And he was like... I'm taking the suit. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm not, I'm not giving it back. I'm not paying for it. The suit's mine now. Yeah. He's like, just keep casting me and I'll now win. Yeah. He was like, I'll bring it back as long as we keep making more. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, it worked. It's worked. But, yeah. Man. I'm uh, so, I hope they keep Ryan Reynolds. They said they were, I think. Okay, good. So, because, I mean, he's the character that can defy the multiverse anyway. He could be like... Yeah, you know, whatever. He's like, I've known about it the entire time. Yeah, break the fourth wall. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we can get to the main part now. We can talk about Endgame. And, oh and boy! Life. Yeah, I feel like it's taken so long to get here. And we've, talked, <laughs> we've already talked about it. And a we've lot. talked about a lot of it, but um, yeah, let's do that. Let's dive in, shall we? Yes. You first. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's your podcast. Yeah, I know. But uh, I'm the guest. That's right. Um. Endgame was was good. It, yeah, it, <laughs> it was, was good. It's really good. It All right, thanks not... for tuning into the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it, it like <laughs> there was so much hype built up for it, you know, like yeah, and it lived up to it. I yeah, think. it lived up to like it like doubled the hype. Honestly, like I even when they were like, I mean, it was a year ago or two years ago when they were filming this back to back with Infinity War. Yeah, and like they were like, hey, this like thing that Tony Stark has in his hand is a time travel device. It was like, nah. And then, like, when it came became pretty evident that they were probably going to do that, I was still like, cool. And then when I saw it, it was still different than what I yeah. assumed. You know what I'm saying? Which was awesome. Um, I love that they that they do super serious things. And then also I love that if that rat didn't exist, the, the, the universe would be gone. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. that, that rat didn't bring back Ant-Man. Out of all of the 14 million possibilities, there's only one where that rat walked across that control panel. 
Oh snap! I just kicked the mic stand. Oh no! It's fine. is this a mic stand? Apparently now. Well, now it is. It's a stand that holds our microphone. Oh well, yeah, but it's a music stand that is a microphone. But it is a stand that is holding the microphone. Right. <laughs> so right now, in effect, it is the mic stand. You're correct. I'm, I was I'm gonna not. try and make it seem like you had a little bit of production value here by calling it the mic stand, but you yeah. were like, "It's a music stand." You don't know. All right. You don't know what I'm. Second guessing myself more now. What are you second guessing Liter- yourself? Literally, the bottom of this screws into a that actual mic stand. Jesse, but- <laughs> uh, keep all this in. Yeah, <laughs> this is me picking up the mic. Yeah, too. Pick it, yeah, keep it all in. I want to hear anyway, all of it. End game though. End game. Um, it was a movie. Yeah. Where should we? We should. I mean, there would be no reason to recap every event in the movie, but if we just go through it and talk about bits. Um, I guess in the beginning, the oh, the fir- how many times did you cry? First of all, okay, I I teared up several times. The only time I actually cried was again, spoiler alert. The, the only time I actually cried was uh, pretty much from right after when Tony snapped his fingers through the entire funeral. Okay, yeah, to, that's fair. Yeah, well, I was very teary eyed, and I, I, sometimes it's hard for me to figure out if I'm crying or if I'm just teary eyed. But I think there was an actual tear shed when. Um, when Tony got off the ship in the very beginning and um, hugged, hugged Captain America and said, I lost the boy, or I lost the kid, yeah. I was like, oh no. Oh yeah, no, that hurt. <laughs> but I was really happy though that, that Captain America wasn't like, how dare you? He was just like, yeah. we all, you know, like we all lost. Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> Captain America's just like, wow, you really screwed the pooch on this one, Tony. <laughs> yeah. But um, th- that made me cry. All those opening scenes feel like no other Marvel movie. I know, And man. it was so, so good. Most of it doesn't feel like any other Marvel movie. I think, like, the final battle is a very Marvel thing to do. Yeah. And I think, I'm glad they did it because it's the, the end of this era of Marvel, so they had yeah. to do something like the, you know. But, like, the, that, that first act of the movie, nothing like any other thing. I mean, we've never seen a superhero in a support group like that in a movie. You no, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And kept. Captain America running that support group. And then was it Joe or Anthony Russo that was the gay man in the I support group? I believe it was Joe. Okay, yeah. Well, this I'm, I've been thinking about this. He went on that date with that guy. They cried. They went through some hard times to try to make that relationship work. And then his significant other came back when they snapped. So now he has two boyfriends. Or has to... Dis- Why was this <laughs> your takeaway? Now he has to ditch one. And Why this, was this But because this poor man is going through so much emotional like stress to try to like date again and then he's just gonna get the one back that he had you know what I'm saying or maybe that guy comes back and he's like nah because it, it, for the one that died it feels like he was gone for a minute you know what I'm saying yeah, so when he comes back he'll be like you literally ditched me in two minutes because the guy disappeared for two minutes and you have a new man now like well okay you don't know no, I'm not even gonna grace this with my thoughts on it this, <laughs> oh, this on. is so dumb <laughs> No, Why not. was that where your mind wandered? Because, okay, well, that's it's like, the first... oh no, this random man's relationship status. Because <laughs> he was crying because he couldn't get through this, you know, like... But there's multiple, like, instances of that because, like, everybody that Peter went to high school with, apparently his main friend group all got snapped. But, uh, in Far From Home, they said they will address the fact that, like, some kids that were in high school are five years older than the others. Yeah. You know, are, like, technically Peter's five years older than, um... Than like some random kid that goes to the high school, but then yeah. he's also not. You know what I'm saying? But the people that he was with are now graduated and probably done with college too. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I thought that was 
uh, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how they deal with that. And that is the one good thing. Well, I mean, there's probably a couple of good things about Agents of Shield, but that is one good thing about it is that anytime there's questions about the movies, they like give some sort of answer. I don't watch Agents of Shield. So me either. I don't really know. <laughs> me, 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 me either. But um, you just like, oh no, I don't either. Okay, but I mean, I, I mean, I watched for a little That's bit funny, a, a while ago. But um, I, I got put in some MCU group chat with some people that are around here. Um, and Matthew Harris is in uh, the chat, and he was talking. He always just hypes Agents of Shield up so much. But he was talking about how like the end of last season was like pretty much just about Thanos. What they mentioned him, they just don't show him. Yeah. And like, but they mention him, and they're constantly mentioning him. But uh, and like they like it deals right up to the snap. And apparently, this is supposed to a little bit of the season will take place before the snap, and then they're gonna deal with the repercussions of everybody coming back. Okay. So. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I, also, I don't think there's much of Shield to show in the five years where half the population is gone. Yeah, no so they probably will do a tag drop in the show too. But um, yeah, uh, so I thought I thought of just like all the people that get married after the snap, and then when their families come back, they're like, "Oh, cool, my two daughters and husband are back, and I have two new daughters and a husband." You know, like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every situation where like there's a, where kids get parents. Kids have parents that get divorced and then remarry and have kids and the awkwardness that they have to deal with. I feel like now everyone in the world has that awkwardness in the MCU. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're you're back. Uh, we don't have space in the house. Well, this is Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your new sister. Um, this is my wife. Yeah. You're and like, I guess my I wife, to... this is my wife. Yeah. You're like, ooh. Everybody will be a Mormon now. What? Everyone's going to be a Mormon now. All right. Polygamy. All right, explain. Explain yourself. Because, I mean, if someone has two wives now, you know, their old wife comes to their new wife, they're like, all right, sick, we got got two wives now. (laughs) That's offensive. Mormons. Mormons are not that way. Good job. Good job, Jesse. that's, that's That's an outdated... Jesse that's, Norris that's, canceled. Yeah, I know. But, but, but that's an outdated. To you and James Charles. Yeah. God. <laughs> Endgame though. Um, Endgame. <laughs> God, James Charles. Um, that's not where I thought this podcast was going to end. You know, up. let's talk. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the James Charles controversy. Uh, no, what was another thing? Okay, uh, cool relationships between characters. Yeah. Uh, Rocket and Nebula had a cool one that I did not. I didn't see coming. Um, Rock, uh, Professor Hulk. Oh, that that is my favorite version of Hulk so far. I now. was not excited because I thought they were going. I, I or I figured they were going in the direction of uh, of Professor Hulk. I was not excited for it at all, but I think they pulled it off. Oh yeah, they they did. I, I was excited for it, but uh, I think they pulled it off really well. Uh, core relationships are Professor Hulk and Rocket. Professor Hulk and Ant Man all had a really cool. Like both of those ones were really cool uh, things. Um, I know you're probably going to talk about Thor because he's now your favorite character. He's not my favorite character. Well, I mean, the dude is one of your favorite characters, and now Thor is the oh, dude. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. No. I. I was kind of iffy on Thor for a lot of the movie, but I think thinking back on it, because a lot of people are on Twitter talking about oh, the Russos ruined his character arc. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they made they his didn't character. At all. They, they he was depressed, and I yeah. I appreciate their accuracy with the depression. Uh, growing out long hair, gaining weight, growing a beard, all things I did when I was depressed. Oops. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that whole thing. 
but the whole thing uh, of like masking hu- or using humor to mask your pain. I, th- I thought it was handled well. Yeah. Thinking uh, back on it, I, I I really think they did a good job with it, and I like yeah. I like Thor's treatment in the movie. I also like how he didn't just immediately get buff again for the final battle. And yeah, he, he stayed chunky. Even with that armor on, he still had a yeah. beer belly. Uh, still had a beer belly. Still had the flabby arms. I liked it. I think like people are not used to Thor being a character they care about, so now they are hypersensitive to changes. Because I remember yeah. people, people not like. Because I mean, Iron Man, and Captain America have gotten to shake up every single movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Iron Man and pretty much every Iron Man movie has changed. Same thing with Captain America. You know, Thor, between Thor 1 and 2, it was the same piece of garbage, nothing, this character. And then in, uh, in Age of Ultron, there was, hope, there was hope for him to be something different. And then by the time Ragnarok rolled around, he was. And then Infinity War, since they had to, they had to continue that and change him a little bit more. And then now they had another shakeup, you know. And yeah. I think now he's going to get back in shape and it'll be the final version of his character the same way that Iron Man was the final version of, you know, this Iron Man was the final version of Iron Man. Himself. Yeah. So, no, I, I loved Thor. I, I like I said I'm like we talked about how they did the original six Avengers were the highlight of the movie on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I really wish had happened, and I recognize it's a pipe dream, and that there was really probably no chance of it at all happening. But one thing I really was just hoping when and during the final battle when the portals start to open. And all our favorite Marvel characters are just hopping through to join the final fight. You wanted the X-Men? No, I really wanted the Defenders to be there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wanted Daredevil. I wanted Jessica Jones. I wanted uh, Iron Fist. I wanted Luke Cage. Yeah. I wanted wanted them all to show up. And I knew they weren't going to in, like, the rational part of my brain. But then when when they weren't there, I was like, oh. And apparently the Russos, like, even... The Russos and the screenwriters like considered bringing them in yeah. and having them there but they were just like ah the audience will be confused that and like those shows um they probably be, will be continued at some point or the characters will be continued at some point right and again yeah, the next couple they... of years and and but the shows right now n- not a single one of the shows take place in a year after 2016 yeah so and they did that because they want to avoid having to deal with the repercussions of civil war yet you know yeah and they kind of dealt with it a little bit in jessica jones season two which i never finished oh really okay because well, yeah, i mean I, I haven't seen that yeah yeah the but... the uh it i mean long story short it kind of deals with uh the raft is an ever-present threat in jessica jones season two the raft yeah cause, oh the the prison yeah the, the prison the nice, the nice. one at the end of civil war or just in civil war yeah they 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 mention it several times uh and like the big conflict of the season is that Jessica Jones's mom is evil, and that she might get sent to the raft. Oh, alright. So yeah, like, I mean, like you said, like nothing's take has taken place beyond twenty sixteen. Yeah, and f- so first of all, they have to deal with that. And so if they ever want to bring back those characters for another show or something, if they want to do another Defender season eventually, um, they would one have to either do a huge time jump, like it'd be a ten year time jump. If they wanted to just continue after Endgame, or or they will just continue from 2016 or continue like 2018, and if they had brought them back in Endgame, there and you know they all survive, there would be no point. You know what I'm saying? There'd be no point in seeing what stories happen in between. I I mean I guess I don't know. 
I just wanted them there, man. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I I wanted them there too, but I, I understand why that why it didn't work. Um, man, that that Howard the Duck was in it though. Yep, Daredevil wasn't, but Howard the Duck was. Well, look, Howard the Duck has been in a movie, so. Listen, I don't, I don't, I didn't come here to get your sass. <laughs> I didn't come here to get roasted so hard about Howard the Duck. I, I want Vincent D'Onofrio to be, or De, De, how do you say it? D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio to be in a Spider-Man movie. And he, 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 I do too. He's a movie actor too. You know what I'm saying? He is. He's not a TV show actor. So there's nothing stopping it. Yeah. Just make it happen. Well, I think Netflix may still. Have the rights to the... Netflix... They have the okay, rights to so, the show they've made, but not to the character, right? Yeah, now... Well, I believe if if I'm remembering correctly, the exact deal is that now that Netflix has canceled the shows and they're not going to be using them anymore, uh, Marvel Studios is not allowed to bring those characters back. I think at least until... I think it's two years after... Uh, their shows end on Netflix. So it'll be twenty twenty one then. Yeah, the early yeah the earliest uh, the earliest Daredevil could could possibly or the earliest they could start working on Daredevil would be next year. And then Jessica Jones would be two years from now because her last season isn't out yet. Uh, and, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm really cool with um, instead of them all having their own individual shows. Uh, I'd be cool if they just kept making Defender seasons on Disney Plus. Um, I, yeah. know, I know you didn't love Defenders, but no, I, I like Defenders. See, I, I did too, and I thought the idea of them all being together—it was kind of hard to go back to watching them separate after they were all together. Daredevil season three was good, though. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but... I I I agree to an extent. I wish they had like acknowledged each other more. Yeah. Post Defenders, instead of just like a few little name drops here and there. They, just, I mean... they broke up. They were like a band that broke up with no mention. Which is yeah. the weirdest thing, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Daredevil Season 3 was a masterpiece, and at least, I think it was the last episode of Season 3 of Daredevil where he mentions Jessica Jones, like, by name, and uh, I, would, I wouldn't really know about anything else post-Defenders, because I never finished uh, Jessica Jones Season 2, I never finished Iron Fist Season 2, I never watched any of Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage is not good. Okay. Uh, I might go back and watch season two of Iron Fist eventually. Maybe I'll finish season two of Jessica yeah. Jones. Maybe I'll watch Luke Cage. I don't know. Daredevil's the only one I've actually like sat down and finished. I, and oh man, season three was a masterpiece. Yeah, I, I've I've watched uh, bits of Luke Cage to uh, to see the parts where they had Heroes for Hire, which was you know him and Iron yeah. Fist, and also Misty Knight is one of the cool bits of that show. Colleen, the best part of. Yeah, this stuff. Oh, and I so having all four of those characters together, anytime I could find them on an episode, I would watch that. Yeah. But then I would watch the one before and after, and so I'm, I could understand. And I'd be like, "No, this is bad." Yeah. I'd rather just not understand and see them all fight in one episode. You know? I never, because I never watched Luke Cage, but I remember people saying that uh, Danny's uh, appearances in Luke Cage were like. Danny was a more interesting character in those appearances than he was in the entirety of the first season of Iron Oh, Fist. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I and I guess there's a couple more things we can say about Endgame, but um, Endgame sets up a lot for a Disney Plus series. It does, it does. And uh, one of those is I'm, I'm, a Disney Plus series that I'm hoping for is The Defenders, or maybe a Daredevil renewal yeah. at the very least. And listen, listen, here's, here's something I'm concerned about. So... 
the the new series that's supposed to be coming out uh, had the dummy name uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so Falcon. My my theory behind that was that Bucky was going to become Captain America at the end of Endgame, and it was going to be Captain America and the Falcon, which is a name of an old like comic yeah. series, Captain America and the Falcon. But then Falcon became it, and so are they going to call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier when there's already a movie called Captain America, the Winter Soldier? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, well, I don't know. Here's the thing. I would totally be cool. Captain America and the White Wolf, What, what if it's Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Captain Falcon. Because, <laughs> like... I yeah. loved seeing those Endgame spoilers without context where it was just pictures of Captain Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, seriously, though, like... The, the people respect Falcon. They, I, mean, like, the, the other I like Falcon. They, the, the, the other Avengers respect Sam as a, as a you know, a person and a fighter. Yeah. But, like, Cap is Cap. Steve Rogers is Cap. Yeah. So, like, will they just keep calling him Falcon while he wears the Captain America suit with wings? Or will he be Captain Falcon? I know they won't just call... They're not going to just call him Cap. You know what They'll I'm saying? They'll probably just call him Sam. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So, if, if, it were, if it were Sam and Bucky, I would love that name for the show. Because it makes Sam it like it's a fr- it sounds like a friendship show, yeah. which is what it will be. Sounds like a buddy cop duo. Yeah, Sam and Bucky. Well, it's, I, I mean, that's kind of what I wanted to be anyway—is a buddy cop. Yeah, good yeah, cop, yeah. bad yeah. cop type deal. Yeah, and I guess um, since you mentioned you know that the Falcon is Captain America, because at, at the end you know when and Iron Man gives or, him Cap- the shield. When, yeah, when Captain America goes and puts the stones back, he uh, uh, when he he like stays and like grows old with Peggy Carter. I saw today they confirmed that when Peggy Carter was talking about having kids in the Winter Soldier, you know, like when she died, she yeah. didn't have kids. Or when she was old, she didn't have kids. Um, those are Cap- Captain America's kids already. She already knows then. Wait, I'm sorry. Repeat. Repeat okay. what and, you just and, said. In the Winter Soldier, when okay. she's like, you know, kind of on her deathbed and Cap sees her, she says that she has kids. And, Cap, and Cap's thinking, man, she got married and had kids without me. Apparently, those are already her kids. She, that's already his kids. No. Because, no. Because... In the movie, they say, okay, so about the timeline, we haven't really talked about all the different timelines, but every time they do something, they create a different timeline, right? Crick. If if Captain America, when he goes back in time to return the stones... For those of you who can't see, I'm stretching. (laughs) If if he goes back to return the stones, the new timeline where he grows old would not be, like, he would not be, unless he, like, finds some multiverse thing where he can travel between new timelines... An old man Cap would not end up with Bucky and Sam. So what I'm no. saying is that the the timeline where Captain America goes back and marries Peggy mm-hmm. was the one that was meant to happen all along, whether they use time travel to create other universes or not. Otherwise, there would have been no way for those kids to have been hers in the Winter Soldier, or had to have been his in the Winter Soldier. Who said that they were his kids in the Winter Soldier? Uh, Marvel. It's not like rumor. It's like real. Because Anthony and Joe Russo said that uh, that he went back in time, because we know that Peggy did get married to someone else. Says that in Civil War. Says that no, well, the, no, but they don't say who it is, though. I know, but that, he that's, says, that's but, but, but 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 he says he says that one of the men that Steve saved in one of his little missions would end up being Peggy's husband. Yeah, and so well, as they say, then because we they know can't we say know that, that she now. got married. So 
the Russos, the way the Russos explained it in a Q and A uh, after an Endgame screening, was that Captain America went back and lived in an alternate timeline with Peggy uh, for the rest of his days, and then somehow he had to make the jump back to his prime universe because okay. he was not. In they the they prime didn't universe. say that. See, I didn't see That's that. That's what the the. I mean, I I saw what you're referring to, and that it's a little bit of disconnect between the directors and the writers. Okay. Because the writer says no, he's in the real timeline, and the directors are like, no, he's not in the real timeline. Well, see, the the directors didn't write the movie, so story wise, I would go if I'm having to choose between the two. Not because it's the theory that I have made for myself. I would just choose the writers because they wrote it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe, but also, I feel like the directors, the directors have the final input in the writing. Yeah. So I, I, and plus their explanation with, with, uh, with how time travel is explained in Endgame, I think their explanation makes the most sense. Well, I mean, but no, but it it, kind of does, but it also means that Captain America at some point finds a device where he can hop between timelines. Not only he had the device already. No, he had a time traveling device. He, when when Loki gets to the Tesseract and disappears when they're in 2012. Yes, there was no way for them to go after him. They have no idea where he went. You know what yeah, I'm exactly. You know, like that What's that the problem, that, yeah. that new timeline. Like once they have left that new timeline where Loki gets the Tesseract, they cannot go back to that unless they have another device. The device they have in the movie is specifically to to travel back in time, not to go to different timelines. But it would take it would take Cap would use the device that he used to go back in time. It's the same. It's the thing. It, the sorry. It's the same thing as when the Avengers went back in time and came back to their right. universe. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Another thing, when he put the stones back, how does he get that one back in Jane? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, and I don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, well. Rocket seemed to have the little thing that he just, like, stuck in her. Extracted from her. Yeah, Yeah. extracted. So he could have just, like, like a syringe. It got sucked out. He puts it right back in. (laughs) He's like, Natalie Portman, hold still. But imagine, (laughs) imagine going back in time and Rocket's already there, pulling it out of her. And then immediately she gets touched again by some other dude. And he's putting it back in. Excuse me. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yo, I'm sorry. He's like, and, yeah. and she wants the stone out of her in the first place. So when Captain America's like, I gotta put it back in, she's yeah. like, oh crap. You know, like, <laughs> I hope, I hope there's just like a little like Disney Plus or something short just about that one scene. Get Natalie Portman and Chris Evans back. I would watch that. Yeah. Oh I, my god, that would be so funny. I hope if Thor is in Guardians 3, I hope there's more mention of Jane and possibly appearance of Jane. I know yeah. it would be so hard because they'll, they're not going to be on Earth. But also, they might come back to Earth for something. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying? That would be so good. Because Thor forgot his toothbrush in New Asgard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think Thor brushes his teeth? Uh, dude. Well, I don't know how Asgardians... Yeah. How, how, how Asgardian teeth work. Yeah. So. I don't know. Maybe he brushes his teeth? Maybe he doesn't. Uh-huh. But, um... Yeah, uh, Natalie Portman... Well, you know, originally, like, she had signed on for a third Thor before... Taika had signed on. Yeah. And um, before it was all just going to take place in space. But um, her her issue with Marvel was because she had gotten Patty Jenkins to direct Thor The Dark World. And it was supposed to be a romance movie. But also it would have been 
It would have been a, it would have been a different genre for Marvel at the time. Yeah. And so I actually got like Marvel feels stupid now for getting rid of Patty Jenkins. Yeah. And so they got rid of Patty Jenkins and the romance idea, and then like Natalie Portman, you have to stay because she was signed on. So she got pissed, and she was like, "I'm not doing the third one. I'll do yeah. it. I'll pay a fine to get out of my, you know." And then they were just like, "Whatever. If you don't want to be in it, you don't want to be in it, you know." Yeah. But I'm glad that that's set aside now. Now she's like Marvel's cool. Now they have female directors and female yeah. movies, and you know. So now she's she was at the premiere of Endgame. Exactly. So obviously she's cool with them enough to be in another movie. It would happen. Nick would. Be excited. I wanted to use another Nick verb. would be excited. I wanted to use another verb there. I remember I remember Nick uh, posted something on social media where he said he said uh, like like a few days before Endgame came out, he said if Natalie Portman's in Endgame, I'm gonna become the biggest MCU stan. <laughs> and he told me when he was gonna because I saw it before him and I watched the movie and I saw it's it's only like archive footage, but she's in the movie. Yeah. And so, like, I was just sitting there in the movie, and I just started laughing, and I waited. I waited until he saw it, and then as soon as he saw it, I was like, hey, man, how'd you like it? And he was like, oh, I really liked it. And then I sent him a screenshot of that post where he said that, and he was like, ah, oh, you're right. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> he, he, said, he, he said that Endgame was probably one of his favorite MCs. Oh, yeah, no, that's what he told me. He told me that he really liked it. He also, um, like, really liked Black Panther, too. I don't know what his deal is. I like Black Panther. Well, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was just like, it was the most MCU MCU movie. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't oh, like, disagree. No, I mean like, no, I, I say that, and uh, it had no sense of individuality. I disagree. Really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? The uh, costuming, the music, it was all completely unique. It, I mean, that was, but story wise, it was just the same formula as the early MCU movies to me was it yeah i i feel like okay so we're, we're, we're at this when, when this movie comes out we're hot off the heels of guardians 2 thor ragnarok spider-man homecoming all movies that broke the superhero genre they broke yeah. the mcu formula to do what they did yeah and then i feel like black panther went right back to it story I, wise. I, I disagree so, i don't i don't think it was that way it, at all. to I me think black, black panther, panther was, was incredibly unique i mean it was a good movie but to me it was just a superhero movie it wasn't a how Ant Man's a heist movie. It wasn't a anything movie other than a superhero movie. I don't know. I think it was a. Mm, I'm trying to find the words I want. Also, Chadwick Boseman was lame in the movie. He's better every other time. He's Ch- been Chadwick Boseman was a lot better in Civil War. I'll give you that. And he, he was better in Infinity War and Endgame too. But I think too, but... I think I think. I can't articulate my thoughts, so I'm just gonna leave it there. But I disagree. <laughs> All right. I can't. I can't. I, I, I'm having a difficult time putting my thoughts into that's, words. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But I mean. But I, res- I respect your opinion on yeah, the matter. No, I, I, I just I, disagree. I, I respect yours too. But um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I, I like the movie. Yeah. Uh, I, and I agree that. The, no. The way, yeah. The way the the uh, the costumes and the design of it were very unique. I didn't really like the that the landscaping of the movie it looked very computer generated at times sometimes yeah, yeah. it felt so unrealistic the cgi especially towards the end was really bad yeah but i think that movie wasn't what that movie wanted to establish was to set up that that there are black characters in marvel <laughs> that marvel is for people yeah. that are it's not just for white men dude real so, talk i would have given black panther the oscar for best picture before i would have given it to green book oh well, yeah for sure <laughs> but i mean i, I think that, that movie set out to establish that the mcu was supportive of every race and yeah you know so like I, I i'm 
I, I think that it did what it was supposed to do, and it set up the MCU to make, to have black characters and then be just as important as the white characters. So mm-hmm. I was I was happy with what that movie did though, for for what it was supposed to do. Yeah. But, um, anyway, what 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 else in Endgame have we not talked about? Um, uh, I guess we haven't really talked about Black Widow or Hawkeye much. Captain America picked up Thor's hammer. Oh yeah, that's a thing that happened. He also held both of them at one point. Yeah, he had... and Thor had to jump over there and grab one, so he didn't. Fry <laughs> yeah, he himself. held he held both uh, Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. Yeah, man, I thought Captain America was gonna die then. I thought he was gonna hold both and just disintegrate and make a power surge and kill Thanos or something. I don't know, but I was like, man, I was like, that would be a way to go. But I do like the way that Iron Man yeah finished it. Um. Yeah, I've you want to talk about Black Widow and Hawkeye? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. Um, first of all, I, I wasn't saying like oh, you really want to. I was saying like, what were you saying? <laughs> oh, Red Skull. I was so happy he was back. I was worried. Why wouldn't he him. be back? Well, I, I didn't know that they were going to retrace the steps of Infinity War exactly. Oh, but, yeah. Um, having having Red Skull. It's like, no, nah, it's not Red Skull anymore. It's this dude named Henry. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> see, in, in my brain, I didn't know they were going to like see. In, and the way I thought that it was going to go, I thought they were going to... If if there was time travel, I thought they were just going to have to go back in time and kill Thanos before he got all the stones. I didn't, I didn't know they were going to do the time travel thing where that wouldn't work. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't know they were going to have to go get each stone. So, I, was, I, did, I wasn't thinking there would be a reason to go back to Hormir where uh, uh, Red Skull was. But I was so happy they brought him back. Because after Infinity War, I was like, man, if Bucky becomes Cap, I want him to fight Red Skull in the cloak... Once he gets set free from the, you know, Vormir, I was like, I want a Red Skull to be a villain again. You know, I want him to be like a main villain again for another movie. Dude, do you imagine, can you imagine how awkward it must have been when Steve brought the Soul Stone back (laughs) and saw Red Skull? Steve's a forgiving person, though, and Red Skull's not Nazi anymore. You know what I'm saying? He's... I mean, that that might be true, but I just think it was awkward. Oh, yeah, it had to be awkward. Probably just like the two... So, uh... This is, uh, this is where he ended up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, what can you do? Captain America looks done. I've still got my legs, bitch. You know? Like, <laughs> what? Because, you know, they went down in the same plane, right? So. Oh, that's true. So it's like, I've still got my legs. Yeah, I survived, legs. for real. Because, like, technically, Red Skull didn't survive in the way that Captain America did. Captain America was invincible enough as a human being. Like, like he... I mean, he, he... I mean... He, he, he stuck it out, and he Red survived. Red Skull didn't die in the crash, though. Red Skull went, got absorbed by the cube, right? Yeah. It, like, it, it beamed him into space. They didn't show that in First Avenger. Yeah, they did. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, it's been so long since I've watched that one. It, I mean, it's it's shot in a way where you think he just disintegrates, but like when you oh, okay. wa- when you watch it back after Infinity War, oh, it's like okay. it's like oh yeah no he he went to space yeah well yeah but people watching it didn't know that yeah so. people didn't know that at the time because like, it's like it's like a shot of like the blue energy like hitting Red Skull and he's just like oh no no and then when it when he's like gone or whatever like the camera pans up to like the spacey sky oh nice yeah. So it's it's some nice foreshadowing for sure. Yeah. I love the first Avenger. I think that's a good. I, movie. I think it's a good movie. I think that it often is overshadowed by the Winter Soldier because of how good that movie is. Yeah, but I think First Avenger was a very solid movie as well. I really want to get uh, all of the posters for the Captain America trilogy and just like hang them in a row. See, if I was going to do a trilogy of posters, I would, I would probably. Oh, well, I guess it wouldn't be a trilogy, but I would want the Avengers ones more. 
Yeah, see, I thought about that. I almost did that. But it was more posters, which means more wall space, which means more money. Alright. So also, I was like, eh, Infinity, I'll stick with the The Infinity War posters were pretty whack, honestly. That movie was good. Don't get me wrong. I but. have a really great Infinity War poster that I love. Was it is an alternate one? They, uh... This artist made a bunch of uh, Infinity War posters that uh, you got for free if you ordered your uh, ticket through Fandango. Oh, nice. So it was a different one. Yeah, so like, and you got you got to choose which poster because there were posters. The one I have uh, was uh, Spider-Man, Bruce Banner, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man. It, nice. it, it specifically, there was, there was a different poster that had like Hulk on it. Yeah. But this one just had Bruce Banner, and like his hand was big and green, but it was just Bruce yeah. Banner. You know, and then one had Thor and the Guardians, one had uh, Cap and his people. Captain America. Or yeah, it had like Cap, Cap and I Widow. think like, yeah, Black Widow. Falcon. Probably Bucky too, right? Maybe Black yeah, Panther. and like there was one that just had uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Nice. And uh, But yeah, there were a lot. I picked... Uh, I picked the one I picked because I really like... Uh, I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man... Hulk, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man. And that was like, a, they're that, all on a poster together. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and that was my favorite. I almost got Thor and the Guardians, but... That was my favorite bit of Infinity War was the Iron Man and um, Doctor Strange scenes. Yeah. The, the, those are my... It's, it's interesting because like, you watch the movie back and it's like... I look at my poster and it's like... Yeah, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange were all together, but <laughs> Bruce wasn't there. <laughs> Well, he Bruce was, in the was be- on the poster. He, he was in the beginning of that. Like that, the first like of that team, he was on it at first. You know, until he I guess that's got left true. behind when they went. Into but also in my poster, uh, Spider Man has his Iron Spider armor on, which he did not have when Bruce mm. was there. Yeah. So it's inconsistent either way. But I don't care. Yeah. And then I, I just because I wanted an Endgame poster, I ordered a really, really. I think it was the Dolby Cinemas poster. Mm-hmm. And it's like hanging right next to my Infinity War poster. And the dude who sent me uh, that poster, because I bought it through eBay, he sent me like a, a second poster for free for some reason. I don't nice. really know why. But uh, it's like just the normal theatrical poster. Oh, so you have both. Yeah, I got nice. both. I yeah. need to find a frame for uh, the normal theatrical mm-hmm. one, but I got them both. I will say, visual-wise, my favorite Avengers movie is the second one. Why? I think that Ultron looked amazing. I Ultron think, did look good. I'll I think. Give you that. I think that the um, that was the that was the darker of the Avengers movies. I mean, not not counting Infinity War. Or yeah. oh, Endgame was pretty dark, but not not counting Endgame. Uh, Age of Ultron was probably the darkest like throughout the movie. Yeah, um, it, had, it had a darker tone, which also affected the way that the visuals were. And I love the posters because they're not they don't do like the the where it's just faces. To the left and right yeah. and top and bottom. It was they were there'd be posters where they would just be all on one side yeah. and then the other side would be Ultron with Age his arm Ult- up like this. Yeah, Age of Ultron did have good posters. Yeah, and it, yeah. When you once you start thinking about it, you're like, oh yeah, it did. Yeah. Because you just have a bad taste in your mouth when you think about it because of Have you ever noticed how like each Avengers movie like my I don't know if it's just in my mind or if it was like an intentional filmmaking thing that instilled this. But, like, they each have, like, a different color in my head. It's, yeah. like, almost like the footage is, like, tinted differently, even though it's oh, not. Oh, like, it is. The first Avengers is, like, blue. It's, yeah. like, it's like a light it, blue. Yeah, it's, like, a baby light blue. Yeah. yeah. Age of, like, kind of like Tesseract color. Yeah. Age of Ultron is, like, a dark red. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Infinity War is like orange. Yeah, yeah. orangish gold, and then Endgame is like purplish bluish. Yeah, they did it on purpose. Yeah, no, I'm sure. sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. And you said that you don't think there's a tint on the film, but I know, but especially between the first and second Avengers, the way I mean, like the the brightness of the way they use colors. Yeah. And that can instill that in your mind. So, like when I think of Age of Ultron, I think of a dark red, and I think of Endgame, I think of like. A purplish bluish, mm. purplish dark blue to, sort of thing. It's just the way they use color yeah. and the color grading and whatnot. Yeah, and I mean, Captain, I like Ma- Captain like America that. had a darker costume, and yeah. uh, after Winter Soldier, so in Age of Ultron, he had a darker costume. Also, the the most memorable shots of Hulk in that film, uh, even though Hulk is bright green, yeah. uh, the most memorable shots of Hulk in that film are in a forest of all white snow. So Hulk looks comparatively pretty dark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in the rest of the movie, he's pretty much Bruce Banner. I think he's he's Hulk. What in the an end. Age of Ultron? Yeah, he's. Hulk what about in the, the Hulkbuster fight? Yeah, I mean that, but I mean he's he's Hulk in the end. There's a good yeah. bit of Bruce Banner in that movie. Yeah, there's a lot of Bruce Banner, which I love. <laughs> Not I like as much him. Bruce Banner as there is in Infinity War. <laughs> he's only Hulk for like a second in that yeah. one. I I mean I, I like him better as Bruce Banner. Dude, I do too. That's why I was so down on Professor Hulk because it's like I got both. You yeah. know, like you get both of them. Yeah, but uh, oh, we were talking about Black Widow. Uh, and, and Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, we were. Shows how much we like Black Widow. Uh, I think, I like the way they. Uh, I think when they had the opportunity to kill her or Hawkeye, I was like, man, they should have just freaking killed Hawkeye. She has a movie coming out, so at least she can move forward. You know, Hawkeye yeah. is a family, so there's stakes. But then, then I think what probably happened, the reason they didn't do that, is because um, Iron Man was also dying and had a family, so they were like, we can't have them both yeah. die families. Black. I feel like Hawkeye got like a really big like cult following, especially since Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And like while he's not the most popular Avenger, there's like people that like really really care for him. Yeah. And Black Widow, in a lot of ways, is just sort of like the odd man out. Yeah. Black Widow doesn't have. I mean, she she's got her share of devoted fans, but like. But it's not. There's no for, cult following. Yeah. For either, for the so. most part, a lot of Avengers people are just like, eh, you know, Black Widow. Yeah. But I will say I. In Endgame, I love Black Widow way more than I ever have. Yeah. I think Scarlett Johansson did a great acting job. I think the writers did a great job like yeah. writing her. I cared immensely more about Black Widow in Endgame than I ever have before. Yeah. I mean, same for Hawkeye for me, too. But, yeah. But, I mean, I, I think those are two characters that was hard for them to make interesting at first, and by the time they figured I think, it out. I still think Age of Ultron is the best Hawkeye writing. Really? I, I, yeah, I, I, no, I, I absolutely. But, but I, I do love him, and I mean... I also, I think the reason he was better in Age of Ultron is because Quicksilver was so bad that you were just like, yeah, like, because he makes fun of Quicksilver, yeah. so you're like, yeah, I like him now. I think yeah. the reasoning is just because the writers and Joss Whedon, when they were making Age of Ultron, they realized, like, ah, we forgot to give Hawkeye a personality in the last movie. We should yeah. probably do that. You know, I read, and I don't know how true this is, because, you know, they, they originally in the first Avengers, they were going to have Hank Pym, like a younger Hank yeah. Pym. And uh, the wasp, but they they didn't because they weren't gonna like we're just gonna save for the Ant Man story. And I, when I first found that, I was like, I was pissed. I was like, you know how much I love Hank Pym. Yeah, but then oh, I, you love then, yourself some Hank Pym. Yeah, but then I realized now how it actually was more beneficial to have it the way they have it. Yeah. But um, originally, Hank Pym and Hawkeye were going to their stories were intertwined. So what I think happened is when they cut that. Um, they had to rebuild Hawkeye's story too, yeah. and they just didn't have time. You know? Yeah, I think that's fair. And um, he was going to be really intertwined with Shield. Uh, Hank Pym was. He was going to be still working with Shield. 
Okay. So that's how he and Hawkeye would have gone together. But instead, yeah. they just did Black Widow and Hawkeye were S.H.I.E.L.D. people. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the if this is if this is like the true end in going forward of Black of Black Widow or of this Black Widow, I like the way it ended for her. Yeah, I, I think I she did think it was weird that she didn't get a real funeral, but Iron Man did. But I I, th- I thought that at first, and then when I rewatched it, they do have like a really good scene of them all mourning. Yeah, but it's uh, not uh, just like oh she's dead and everyone looks sad for a second and they move on. Yeah, there's also like, there's time to sit there and have a funeral at that point. They're yeah. like, we got to go fix the you know like. Yeah, but they they get a scene where Black Widow is being mourned. Yeah, and like. They're like they're like a few of them are in denial about her being dead, mm-hmm. and I I think it's a good scene. Yeah, and I think I think it did her justice. I also like that if they were gonna kill Avengers for good, that there was like, because I mean when they did Infinity War and they all snapped and died, I mean there were some people that took it seriously. I mean I knew those people were coming back. Yeah, but like it's not about uh, if whether or not you know they're coming back. It's about the reactions of the characters that are left. Exactly, but. Um, I was worried that in this movie that they were going to kill Cap, Iron Man, and Thor or something, and that they were all going to do it at the end in the final battle. Instead, yeah. they Cap is dead. You know what I'm saying? He's old man, but he's yeah. not doing anything. As far as we're concerned, he's as good as dead. So, yeah. um, they killed Cap and Iron Man, but in several bits of the movie, and then Black Widow came before. So I think the way they spread it out made each death get its own yeah. section of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where you care. Which I, I like that. I... Yeah, and so I understand. I understand why they couldn't, why they didn't do a Black Widow funeral though, because they yeah. they had just gotten the stones. They had to go. It was time sensitive. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Especially because if they had waited and given her a funeral, Thanos probably would have crashed the funeral instead of them making the gauntlet, and they probably wouldn't have been <laughs> able to snap, and they would have done all that for nothing. Yeah, so, exactly. And it makes a hundred percent sense. Um, yeah, I, I am excited for. Hawkeye to move forward though. I, mean, I think they said that he does get a Disney Plus show, which yeah, I think I heard that, which I think is weird. Uh, also, Loki getting a Disney Plus show, like especially if it's not Tom Hiddleston the entire time. They said it would probably be a young Loki. Yeah, Tom. it'll be a young Loki, but Tom Hiddleston will do like narration and probably be in a scene or two or something. Right? Yeah, probably. Probably in the beginning. I I saw yesterday. I don't know if it was true. I think maybe it's been a rumor or just a pitch someone had on Tumblr or something. But it was like. Um, the Loki, the Loki Disney Plus show could be Loki going throughout his historic events and then like orchestrating them, so he could be telling the whoever stabbed Caesar to stab Caesar. You know what I'm saying? That he Hashtag could've... Loki did nine eleven is what you're saying. Y- yes, yes. Or <sighs> that would be dark. Or or I mean, Ooh, historical events that up. like. I don't know. Killing Caesar was bad. You know, Caesar one died, but like killing Caesar is not the same level as dark as you know nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. So no. it would be it would be more like <laughs> it'd be more like Loki uh, killing JFK or Loki. I don't know. Like, <laughs> have you seen the memes where it's like Steve Rogers living back in time with Peggy, and Peggy's like, like serving Steve breakfast. That it's like it's like. Oh, honey, did you hear the horrible news? JFK's been shot, and Captain America's just sitting there like... <laughs> think, about, think about, like, all the... Cause Captain no, America, I hadn't heard that. Captain America loves to go and fix things. He thinks it's like his, his yeah. calling is to go fix things. So imagine him knowing the history of everything that happens, and just having to watch what happened. Yeah. He's like, 
hey, we um, probably should go just get those people that are being held cat- hostage right now. You know, like, instead of just letting them sit there. I, I read one theory that, like, maybe maybe Steve Rogers, while he was, like, living back in time, he didn't really, like, do anything super-duper drastic, but he would, like, leave anonymous tips about things. And that's not confirmed, but just yeah. just a theory that, like... Also... Like, before uh, the attacks on September 11th, he could have, like, given an anonymous warning. Yeah, I mean, and, and if it is a different timeline, too, yeah, he could totally have been active that entire time and, like, changed the events of history. And that could be a whole other timeline they explore in something, you know? But... It's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's probably... It's, uh, the one thing I am scared about the multiverse opening, and this is a good way to end this, because we talked about Far From okay. the game, is if the multiverse opens, like, they have so many freaking stories they can tell, and, and you can't tell too many that are not the main timeline, but you also don't want to just tell main timeline ones. You know yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Like, absolutely. Like, it's just a difficult... It'll be something difficult for them to deal with. Yeah. You know, what if what if um, Miles from Into the Spider Verse is the Miles that ends up in the MCU? Just when he tra- when he comes to this universe, he's just live action now. That would be a reach, even for me. You know what that makes me think of? What's that? Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. <laughs> because you know, like how they go to each other's animation, and then they yeah. change to each other's. Animation. Well, I mean, if you remember in Into the Spider Verse, uh, people like. Um, Spider Ham and Penny are still 2D in the 3D world. So who's to say Miles wouldn't stay animated <laughs> in the real world? Imagine. I'm just saying. Or what would make more sense would be for Tom to go to the Spider Verse world and just be live action Tom. Yeah, he's just like like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> That's my pitch for uh, for Spider Verse Two. That's my yeah. pitch. <laughs> I don't know what to say now. What a perfect way to end it. And now that the podcast is over, I would like to officially thank everybody for listening, especially after we didn't put out an episode for eight months. I do apologize for that. And if you are listening to this one and you've made it this far, I really appreciate you as a listener. So thank you so much and have a good day.